Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Hey, everybody. We are back again. How you like that? Oh, I'm sorry. You're waiting for me to say something? <laughs> no, just leaving an awkward pause. <laughs> just for dramatic effect. But man, I haven't gotten rid of that cough. It's amazing. I don't know why. It's been a whole 30 seconds. I know. It's been a whole 30 second week <laughs> in podcast magical universe. But anyway, um, y'all, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And this is the Magic Our Way podcast, a show in which we promise to be the voice of the Disney fan, as well as, um, you know, the artist renderings thought processes of Disney topics. Did that come out, Ral? I have no idea what you said. I have no <laughs> idea what I said either. But anyway. Um, uh, you'll listen that back to that and you'll be like, oh, that's terrible. I'm editing it out. Or that is awesome. That's my new catchphrase. I know. It might be. <laughs> it might be. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, let's take care of some business up front real quick. I'm going to zoom th- through this because I think I might have dwelled a little bit too long in the last show. But anyway, here it comes. If you want to fast forward it, I don't know how long this will take, but I'm going to try to get it under two minutes. Maybe less. And go. And go. Facebook.com. Magic our way. Follow us. Like us. Get information. Twitter at magicrway.com. I'm on those two particular social media sites a lot. So you can find me. I'm always posting stuff to Facebook. I'm always chatting on Twitter. I will respond. You will get a personal response with me. And I, you know, I appreciate every little bit that all our listeners bring into these shows. So follow us there. You can follow us on Pinterest. You can follow us on uh, Instagram. We haven't done anything with those two things yet, but we will soon. YouTube, we got a channel. Eventually, we're going to be posting things up too, especially now uh, at the end of the semester where I, I begin to have more time. We can get together and do more things for you guys. Um, where else? Oh, iTunes. You listen to the show on iTunes, download us, leave us a rating and a review. Uh, Stitcher, you do this, you listen to our shows there, leave us a rating and review there, man. Just you know, talk about all the good things, you know. If there are any bad things, I mean, who can't be any bad things with this show. I mean, this is awesome. Uh, you leave us, leave us a rating or review, man. It keeps us relevant and everybody. So other, it gives the opportunity for new people to find us um, and, you know, all that good stuff. So do us the flavor and do that for us, okay? Um, how's that? You forgot our SpeakPipe account. Oh, I forgot our SpeakPipe <laughs> account. And I think I did that last week, too. SpeakPipe.com forward slash magic our way. You can leave us a message straight from the computer. So if you're at work and you're bored and you want to do something, man, uh, go on to SpeakPipe.com forward slash magic our way. Leave us a quick message or a long one. doesn't really matter. You can do it there. Or you can also call us on our new voicemail number. I mentioned this on the last show. I'll say it again. 1-844-HARAMBE. That's 1-844-DANNY. Harambe. That's right. 1-844-427-2623. 1-844-Harambe. It is not a 1-800 number, but it is still told free. It's the 1-844 prefix, but I guarantee you, you won't get charged a cent. So leave us a voicemail there or leave us a voicemail at SpeakPipe. Um, and also, too, I forgot to mention this on the last show until the very end, but I'm going to go ahead and knock it out front. MagicRWay at gmail.com. You want to communicate us, communicate with us uh, uh, by typing out a letter? Maybe you like to speak uh, via words on text, on print, on paper, or on the screen versus leaving your own uh, voice inflection or message on our speak pipe or a voicemail. By all means, type out a paragraph or a narrative or a sonnet or a poem or a limerick. And we'll read it on the air, man, unless you tell us not to, and then we won't. But we'll read it to ourselves and laugh and chuckle and smile and cry with you. Uh, but if not, it, we'll definitely read it on the air, state your opinion, and we'll offer opinions in response. So there's so many ways to get in touch with us, man. We made it so accessible. We are so accessible to you. By all means, take advantage of it, all right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, with that business out of the way, man, how's your week been going? Oh, man, it's been uh, cool. I-, I went inside. I used the bathroom and I came back outside. It was an awesome week. That is killer. And then <laughs> <laughs> it is Hollow Week. <laughs> thirty seconds later, can you imagine that time transport? Thirty seconds later, we we're recording during Halloween. The Halloween week, man. You got all your decorations up. It's beautiful. Um, the yard is well done, man. There's not a speck of 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 any decoration residue in your house. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the most you know this is like the Osborne spectacle of haunted lights it over really here is. at the at the Danny residence you or know, the studios. Can, wait, I want you to catch capture something here. 
Hey, you got some raspiness. I had some raspiness going. Like, you're working out of it, and now you've infected me. Wait, I'm clear now. I've influenced you. You you have. I've given you the raspiness. Here it is a week later. Kevin's cured, and I'm sick. Do you like the raspiness? If so, email us at magicrway at gmail.com. My name is Kevin. (laughs) And I'm Danny. Yeah, Harambe. (laughs) Okay, somebody's probably turned off their iPods by now. But anyway, um... Yeah, it's been a, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're kidding. We're, we actually recorded these shows back to back because uh, every other week I'll be taking part in this pad, podcaster's mastermind. I'm taking, I'm taking a little class, I'm taking steps to uh, get ourselves going and, and improve even more so on this product because I'm pretty determined. I, I know I enjoy doing this podcasting thing. I know Danny does too. And we love that we get reactions from uh, our listeners and stuff. And so we want to keep going with this. So I want to take the next steps. I'm not a podcasting pro. I'm not a journalist by no means. I know I'm an entertainer. And Danny's an artist. And we entertain people. That was deep. Wasn't it, though? I mean, we, 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 we thought provoke. <laughs> we speak directly to you. And if this was a 3D movie, my hand would be pointed right in front of your face with your 3D glasses. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm talking to them. But guys in your cars or in your iPod, in your headphones with the th- with the 3D surround sound, I'm talking straight to you. Yeah, that's right. Awkward silence too. How you like that? So anyway, um, I, I already stretched this out to six minutes. It's I guess six minutes is my magic number for intros because I tend to just go off and whatever. Um, but anyway, uh, I can literally say. And I forgot to say this last show, because I guess we're out of practice. Enough with the jibber jabber, man. Let's get to, unless you got something to say, Danny. Yeah, no, let's get, off with the, let's get on with the jibber jabber, man. Let's jibber jabber. You want to go? You I like, like jibber jabber. You want to continue jibber jabber? Yeah, yeah let's, let's jibber jabber a little bit. All right, well, jibber jabber. What do you want to jibber jabber about, man? What you got? Like jabber jaws. You remember jabber like, jaws? Oh, yeah, I remember jabber jaws. The He's Cartoon pretty, Network, yeah. USA Cartoon Network Express. It was a freaking train. You remember, awesome. you remember the genie, the yapple dapple guy? Yeah. Oh, God. Great babe. Great babe. Legal beagle or the something? The Laugh Olympics? <laughs> Laugh Olympics were awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, although none of this is Disney related. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. But it's cartoon and entertaining, but uh, I mean, uh, did you have something in mind to jabber, jabber, jibber, jabber, jabber, jabber about jabber walkie? <laughs> <laughs> Jabba the Hutt? No, no, no. no I, just wanted to, I just wanted to catch up with you. It's been a while since I've seen you. I know. It's been a while. I mean, but anyway, it's good to be back behind the mic again. And so I'm looking forward to doing the rest of the show. So guarantee, guys, enough with the jibber jabber. Let's head on to the queue. So, guys, there was so much stuff to talk about on the last show that we decided to split up our topics between the two shows. So again, this is going to be another, you know, non-hub show, but purely Q format. And just to remind you guys that what the Q format is, it's just things that we'd like to talk about, things that may happen in the Disneyverse, things that we might talk about while we're waiting in a Disney Q. You know, pretend like it's one of those old switchbacks that has no interactivity or anything to it. Um, we were just sitting there going back and forth, back and forth. We see the same people in passing. Uh, we were checking out people left and right, this, that, and the other. Um, we were kind of hip, you know, we're kind of swinging amongst between the switchbacks. All right, you get the picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so other than that, we're also talking about things that may be happening. Uh, nowadays, I guess we'd be talking about what should we do for our Fast Pass Plus, or where should we eat, or what do you think of this? That's the kind of stuff we talk about in the queue, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So, <laughs> the first thing up, man, I want to go ahead and talk about this. Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland has got a new parade, dude. And uh, let me go ahead and get the music going in the background here so you guys can experience it. i get you all a little taste. Dude, can I tell you, it follows that beat perfectly. I know. And you can tell that uh, they used the music from Wreck-It Ralph, one of my favorite cartoons that they've come out with. Oh. Underrated. (laughs) Really underrated? You don't think it gets its due? I think it's one of the best. Is there enough Wreck-It Ralph in the parks, you think? Valid point. I mean, you know, I, know, I, I don't think I even saw it in the parade, other than... You know, the music they have. But they changed the words. It's a little bit different than what you see in the movie. So they changed... And there's a, this particular video. And we have it on our uh, Facebook page. So go ahead and follow us there and you can see it. Or you can just search for it on YouTube. But this particular one has one of the first um, parades to go down the sh- main street of Hong Kong Disneyland. And it has some of the initial lyrics. So you can kind of see what they're actually singing. So anyway, man, what do you think about this parade, dude, when you first saw it? Beautiful. Isn't Absolutely, it? it's like um, the Main Street Electrical Parade on steroids. Yeah, 
that <laughs> it was just such a spectacle of lights. It really was. It was gorgeous. I I was envious. Like I was watching him. Like that float's not that cool, right? Music sucks. Yeah, you know, I was like trying to psych. Are you really? Are you okay? I'm okay. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to psych myself out of it and saying that it wasn't as cool as it is, but I mean, it's beautiful. It it absolutely is beautiful. Hong Kong Disneyland gets all the cool stuff. I, I swear. Mean, yeah, we we just have to do a trip out there one day, you know. Oh man, your voice changed again, dude. I know, it's crazy. But it, look, it's taken a while, but Kevin's finally hit puberty. It, it has. <laughs> they, they dropped. It's good to go. But <laughs> <laughs> I might have to edit that one. Up. <laughs> I don't know. I'd leave that in there. The drop part is, is funny. It's just man, really. I mean, you sound unwell. I'm okay. I'm just coughing here. I guess I've been talking a lot, but I'm all right. You know, your voice probably hadn't gotten a workout in a while. It hasn't. You know, I probably haven't been saying as much, mm-hmm. uh, even though I teach. I do. I guess I do cough there too when I teach. But look, you remember seeing that Monsters Inc. float with the doors? Yes. In the high definition. Yes. Videos. Look, all these floats, guys. They have. Uh, they incorporate some kind of high definition screen, so they're incorporating scenes from the movies. You know, the uh, the float that uh, Sully's on, and um, Sully's on, and, and oh my God, I forgot the one eyed dude. What's his name? Sully and uh, uh, Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike and Sully. And they had their own float, and they have like a series of these five doors that flip around. Mm-hmm. And you know it, the, the high definition screen makes it looks like it's opening up, and you see the different characters from the movie. Man, it was just incredible. This is like the next generation of the Main Street Electrical Parade, or light magic, or some kind of night spectacular thing. And um, I'm, I'm watching this video, and the thing that's coming down the street now, man, is that Mack truck, dude. Dude, <laughs> that is some sick technology, man. They have uh, pretty much a life size version of Mack coming down the street with lights. He's got DJ on the back pumping the music, you know, and I guess uh, he had a, a Max pulling a different cab. He's not pulling McQueen because McQueen's on the street driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, you, you, you guys have got to see the video of this parade. I mean, it just makes me want to go to Hong Kong because it's just amazing. And the good thing is the music, uh, of course, is, is just like Disney does it. It times uh, everything gets the, the each float has its own specific theme and it's timed as it passes by you. Um, it's based all around that same music from Wreck It Ralph. Um, the effects are just oh my god! I'm just looking at this. Max, uh, it's Max, gorgeous. Um, our cab or the trailer that he's pulling—it's just unbelievably amazing. I'm—I mean, watching it on on YouTube, I'm blown away by it. I can't even imagine what it's like watching this in person. Yeah, you know, and if you're if you're not—I mean, if you're like us and we're not really affected by spoilers, I could watch a video of things all day, and it just makes me want to do it more because I really want—I know it's a totally different experience. By when I'm there live, oh, absolutely, yeah. But I mean, just to be able to watch it, it's, it's a big tease, and I love it. And the Lightning McQueen is not bad. It looks like the Lightning McQueen at the Disneyland Park in California when you take a picture with it. But he just has those fancy lights like everybody else. He has headlights. He he does, but you know, my only problem is he's got a, like a frozen expression. Whereas Mac, yeah. like his eyes kind of moved a little bit. Lightning McQueen's eyes don't move. Right, right. His wheels just kind of so looks like it's turning. But it doesn't do as much as what Mac or DJ is doing. I guess he doesn't have the screen or whatever else. Which, you know, kind of, that's kind of funny. I wonder why they didn't do that. Or maybe there's a glitch. It could be a glitch. Now I'm at the point where this uh, the, the, the parade kind of stops. I don't know if they're doing a story or whatever else. But I'm going to kind of fast forward here. But they have this whole aerial under the sea thing, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The under the sea or the uh, 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 is all uh, put together, put to the little uh, disco techno music they have going. Uh, the colors in the floats, man, and the lights are just absolutely amazing, man. It's just it's so very vivid. More vivid than what you see from, like, Spectrum Magic or even, you know, uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. This is definitely, like, the next generation of Parade. I mean, the Imagineers have been doing some serious work with this. There is so much light detail. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many different lights that they have. We're talking things from, like, cascading lights, like, make it look like icicle lights or whatever else, to, like, uh, things that completely change. Fiber optics, maybe even the next generation fiber optics. Uh, things that, lights that move. This It's just uh, unbelievable, you know? No, it's very kinetic. Very, exactly. That's the perfect word. It's a very kinetic par- parade. They got mermaids and stuff. They, to, they, got, they got a bell scene. They got fish on wheels. They, they had can, a Toy Story float with Slinky, and Slinky's eyes are moving back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. I'm going through that. I see the Peter Peter Pan. I see a little bit of bell. Um, they had the little bell section of it. You know, I'm kind of going through it. There's Slinky. I'm looking at it, and his and his little springs light up, and you got Woody riding on top of Slinky. Man, it's y'all. You guys, you, I want I want you guys to go check out the video. 
I know it's on our Facebook, but you can just go to YouTube and find it, man. It's just just absolutely amazing. Just a breathtaking uh, uh, um, parade. And I'm wondering if that's the kind of technology, if they refine the parades here stateside, that we're going to get to uh, experience and enjoy in the future, you know? Like, I wouldn't mind Main Street Electrical Parade Part 2. 2.0 or something, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it incorporates this kind of technology. Um, I love, now don't get me wrong, for those, uh, you know, before the haters come get me, I love the original Main Street Electric Parade. It is a very unique parade. It's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll always hope that they keep that around. But, you know, if they were to alternate it every other night with something like this, I mean, come on. I mean, that that's just got to be awesome, you know, just to see a parade like this. I mean... I don't know, dude. It's, uh, when I was watching this earlier today, when I was getting ready for the show, man, I was just just in awe. I was just like, yeah, you know, I want to be there. I, I, I felt the hairs in the back of my neck kind of stand up on edge, and I got all loose bumpy, and I was just like, yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, the chances of me making it to, to, to Hong Kong, though, to see Disneyland, uh, it, it, you know, Without YouTube, I don't know how else I'd be able to enjoy this. Yeah, I'm the same way. And with all the Disney parks, you know, they say the sun never sets on a Disney park. Right. Um, and this is the only way I'll get to see it, um, at least I mean, for if now. I, if I'm going across, I'm, I, you know, next stop is Tokyo Disney Seas. Yes, exactly. That If I go overseas, that is definitely my next stop as well. I have been jonesing to see Tokyo Disney Sea forever. After that, yeah, we'll consider Hong Kong, maybe something else. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just the effects and the floats. Just absolutely breathtaking Hong Kong Disneyland. Got listeners, I want you to go to a YouTube video. If you're not scared about spoilers, or if you think you're going to Hong Kong, man, please, by all means, if you go to Hong Kong see this parade, give us a review, a field report. We'll put it on air. But man, I want I want to hear you y'all's opinion on this parade. This is the uh, oh, what was it called? The um, Disney Light Paint the Magic Paint the Night Parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, Hong Kong Disneyland Disney Paint the Night Parade. Um, in Hong Kong Disneyland and I want to hear y'all's opinions on it Matt refer to the beginning of the show of all the different ways you can get in touch with us but I I want to know what the listeners think about this parade because I haven't really heard anything being mentioned to this this as much alright let's move on to the next topic alright so um, coming up is Tomorrowland the movie that's scheduled to open on May 22nd 2015 Mm. In a world <laughs> where tom- uh, another Disneyland. Where tomorrow is today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in this trailer, you have uh, one money just a, a little bit of voice. So I'll let them speak a little bit. You're not going to really get much, but you know, whatever. Florida State driver's license, baseball cap, one pen, one pack of Beeman's gum, and uh, whatever that is. And what she's looking at is a Tomorrowland button. Yeah. It's like a button with the TW on it, right? That's not mine. What's well, not yours? The pen. I've never. She touched the pen and she's transported into Wheatfield. She's in a jail cell right now. That's the scene. So Tomorrowland the movie, man. So we're gonna kind of let the trailer play behind us while we're talking about it. What do you? I mean, do you want to see it? Does this trailer make you want to no, check it out? Not at all. Would you go to a movie theater and pay for it? I wanted to see it, and yeah. then I saw this trailer, and I'm like. All right, where's the hook? You're still not getting me. You know, futuristic cities, I could see that. I can see that. Saw it in Guardians of the Galaxy. I saw that. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, a couple different movies here and there. Uh, you know, that's not going to that's not gonna hook me. Where's the hook? Give me something to sink my teeth into. And it didn't. Um, so, and I'm not saying it won't. And I'm not saying I wouldn't see it. Right. I, it just didn't give me enough to make me want to go see it. I mean, the wheat field thing. Yeah. Hey, it was kind of cool. She touched it. She went somewhere else. Everybody nice. likes wheat. <laughs> Weed is bread. So, but, but what if you have like you know a gluten allergy? <laughs> oh, but then you got George Clooney to help you out. Oh, good. I, I didn't realize he was in this movie until I finished the trailer and I saw him at the end. Well, you know, because that was the rumors <laughs> that it was Tomorrowland. It was going to have something to do with Disney, and right. that George Clooney with a you know ad mustache might might play a younger Walt Disney. Right, and at the very end, there's like a, a Iron Man-ish type guy flying through the Tomorrowland area. Right. Um, yeah. So based upon this, and it's opening in May twenty second, two thousand fifteen. So it's going to be part of the beginning of the summer movie season. Um, based on this trailer alone, uh, I, I probably wouldn't pay in uh, to go see it in a theater. I probably would definitely try to check it out when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray. I guess Blu-ray is a thing now. Mm-hmm. But either one or even digital Netflix, if it starts streaming, I'd definitely check it out there. Um, but right now, you know, we'll see if other movie trailers come out for this. But uh, like, like Danny said, I'm, I can't say I'm particularly hooked to want to... 
uh, were to where it would pull me into a theater to watch it. You know. Yeah, and in fact, it kind of set me back from wanting to watch it. Right. Like uh, the movies that I'd want to watch in the theater, if I if I remembered, was Wreck It Ralph. I'd love to see that. Yeah. You know, uh, um, Frozen. Uh, Frozen. I saw it in the theater, but Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. I wish I would have seen it in the theater. I think I would have really really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, uh, Emperor's New Groove. I never saw that in the theater, but I wish no, I would have seen either. that. I bet you that would have been awesome. Um, this one, as a far right now, mm, nah, I'm not too sure. Not yet. Yeah, let's see if other tra uh, trailers come out, and I'm sure they will. And let's see if that persuades our opinions. We'll, we'll table this and revisit it down the road. All right, man. So this next thing we're going to talk about is another elephant that's in a room, kind of like Maelstrom on the last show. Uh, this is, we're reading this straight from Variety Online. And this was an article they said, Disney sets 1.25 billion bailout plan for Disneyland Paris. Yeah, Disneyland Paris is struggling with an attendance slump versus high debt ratio. Um, so it, Disney has confirmed late Sunday, I'm reading this straight from the article, Disney has confirmed late Sunday that it has set a 1 billion euro recapitalization plan for the park that it has had a rocky performance history since it opened in 1992. And I remember when it opened in 1992 as Euro mm -hmm. Disney. Yes. I had that Disney News magazine where they uh, featured the entire Euro Disney park. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, it's, the plan calls for Disney to deliver a 526 million cash infusion and convert 750 million in debt to equity. Uh, Disney will also defer payment from Disneyland Paris of certain loans until 2024. Um, the recapitalization plan will hack its debt ratio down six times annual cash flow compared to 15 times cash flow at present. Um, at present, Disney owns 40% of Disneyland Paris. Saudi Prince Al-Walid owns 10%, while the remainder is publicly held and traded on the Paris Eurotext Exchange. I didn't realize, uh, and Christopher Sullivan, uh, Christopher Sullivan on Facebook sent this to us. Christopher S., I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, if you follow Facebook, you'll see his name. Um, he, he said that he didn't realize Disney owned only 40% of Disneyland Paris. Man, I, I didn't realize it was parceled off like that. No, I didn't either, and it kind of helps explain things a little bit. Yeah. Uh, from my vantage point, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering how that had, how that happened. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, it's all part with a Disney, you're a Disney group. But uh, the next thing that's supposed to happen is that Disney plans to buy out all the equity and take it to private. So they're probably going to buy out all the investors and everything else and make it private and, and sole, get, gain sole control of the park, mm -hmm. which I guess in the long run would be a, a great thing. I guess so, and it would help explain why it, it, it kind of is the, the, the park that time forgot, because I remember being there right. and not seeing anything updated whatsoever in, in terms of, you know, not that I had been there before, but I knew, uh, kind of like you, I followed it when it opened, right. Right. and I went there, and there wasn't any, like, there was, oh, wow, look, a new attraction. Right. I mean, I knew they were building um, Ratatouille across the street. Right. But I mean, we had one day to spend. Of course, you're going to go ahead and you're going to spend it at the their Magic Kingdom, right. and it wasn't anything beyond what was there when the park opened. I want to say, right? Um, let me just read the quote that they have in the article. It says, uh, and I quote uh, the, the Disney people. It says, the recapitalization plan would improve Euro Disney Group's financial position and enable it to continue investing in the guest experience, Disney said in a statement. With this effort, we are dem demonstrating that the Walt Disney Company's continued confidence in Disneyland Paris, which remains the number one tourist destination in Europe. Did you know that was the number one tourist destination in Europe? I would not be surprised one bit. When we yeah. went there, it was packed. Really? Yeah, I was surprised that, you know, that there are experiencing an attendance slump when we went it was kind of off season and right. it was very very packed yeah i um, mean granted you know I, I didn't know that it would be the number one dis destination in europe um i was trying to find figures or anything else that would support uh, what they claim not that i'm doubting them or anything but i just i always like to check references and everything else and make sure that's valid and accurate but i know you went there and if you say that it was packed and yeah there's i guess there's no choice to believe it that's probably like the number one uh vacation destination i guess if i'm in europe uh and you know and i grew up around all the artifacts and stuff that's already around me that's much older than disneyland paris i guess if i want to do a holiday and not come all the way to the states or something yeah i guess that probably that's where i would go that would be my disneyland i guess that's their disneyland that's the only one that they have right right um but you know for me coming from the states it's like of course you know i want to see everything else in europe that's probably i want to go see that too but it's uh, it'll be up there as far as my priority but if i happen to miss it but i catch other things i wouldn't be completely upset isn't that kind of weird to say for as being a Disney fan? 
Yeah. You know, but if I'm close by, by all means, I'll make a, a thing to get it. But I guess other people, uh, you know, in, in Europe, you know, that's like old hat to them. You know, who wants to see all the museums or the art or all the <laughs> different castles and stuff? You know, I want to go to Disneyland. And I don't, want, but I don't feel like crossing a pond. So I'm just going to stay over here and check this out. So, well, they make it so easy. I mean, like, yeah, yeah when, when, when we went to London, there, there was a train that went straight to. Right. Disneyland Paris and went straight back. I mean, right. you, it, they make it so easy for you to go ahead and go over there. And trust me, after going over there and you see museums for the first time, the second time, the third, you're looking for a little entertainment value right, out of right. that. So uh, I know for me and my wife, we were Disneyland uh, Paris was definitely the highlight of our trip at one point where we're like, eh, we've seen this, we've seen that. It all kinds of blend tends to blend together when you force it all within a, a right. very limited period of time there so we were really looking forward to it and you know as, as discussed previously you kind of let us down yeah yeah and then you can reference our our one of our field reports or one of our shows where danny talks about his trip to disneyland paris with his wife uh it's back in the beginning of the year i, I don't have a, a immediate number reference but you can go ahead and check magicrway.libsyn.com that's l-i-b-s-y-n oh, i'm sorry yeah l-i-b-s-y-n.com magicourway.libsyn.com and you can get a list of our shows and we'll even post a link in Facebook if you want to reference that show if you want to get an idea and if you're headed to Euro Disney or Disneyland Paris that is known now uh, we would love to hear your opinions upon it and kind of compare and contrast Danny's experience to your experience so let us know um, but hopefully you know privatization of the park that probably is a good thing a good Disney complete control of the money and everything else and hopefully keep that being the number one destination uh, in Europe and continue, uh, you know, because I hate to see a Disney park go bankrupt. Oh, <laughs> you God, know? yeah. I mean, that's almost unheard of. And so I'm glad they're going to take the reins and control of it. Um, you know, Tokyo Disneyland is actually owned by the Oriental Land Company, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's a totally different entity. And I guess Disney kind of has influence on it, but they actually run the show and they do a pretty darn good job. So I guess when they did Euro Disney, which was after Tokyo Disneyland, they were, up there, were hoping for the same kind of setup. Mm -hmm. Guess in this particular scenario didn't really quite work with the economic struggles of Europe and everything else. I guess it didn't quite the scenario didn't work as well as it did in in Japan. So uh, I guess Disney taking it fully taking over would really really help. All right, on to our next topic. All right, we'll go to Lee. Las Tuvica of Just a Dream Away Travel. If you want to book a vacation to Disney World and don't want to deal with the hassle of dealing with reservations, with packages, prices, all this kind of business, and you want to be able to say, hey, Lee, I just want to, I want to stay at a good, uh, let's say, upper echelon resort. I want to have re uh, reservations at these restaurants if you can get it. And, you know, I, I want this kind of a ticket. What can you do for me? He'll do that. He'll do all the footwork. He's who I'm going to use if we go over there in January. Exactly. And uh, I'm going to get the same deal that you guys get. Yeah. Free. Free. Absolutely free. Yeah. He, you don't have to pay a cent to Lee, man. Disney pays him, not you. Um, he makes a commission off of the Disney packages that he's selling and everything else. But you, all you have to do is pay for your vacation. You, you, you don't have to pay an extra cent or dollar towards Lee. Um, seriously, the service is free. And, you know, he'll work with you on getting the best vacation and we've had him a couple of times on our show he's very knowledgeable um you know he, he he's very knowledgeable about disney parks policies pay from packages all the parties how to make the best time <laughs> you can reference any of our shows that lee was on man but anyway lee at just a dreamawaytravel.com is his email address and i always post it in the show notes if you want to book a vacation but anyway let's take it he uh, lee left us a speak pipe message this time so here we take it away lee hey guys uh we're gonna give this speak pipe Thing a try. I know that uh, Kevin's all over this, so I'm going to go ahead and do it on SpeakPipe. I, I normally send you guys a, a file with a voice message on it, but uh, we'll, do, we'll go this direction. Um, letting you guys know about a special offer from for Disney Visa card members, and depending on when you post this, it may be available to the general public at that point. But uh, two, mem two uh, offers came out this today. Uh, you can either do, or you can do both if you want to go both, but uh, one of the offers is uh, card members can play, stay, and dine, save up to $600 on a five-night, six-day Walt Disney travel uh, room, ticket, and dining plan package for a family of four at select Walt Disney World Resorts. This is available from December 14th, 2014th, uh, December 14th through the 20th, 2014, and January 5th through March 7th. 2015 you have to book by December 29th 
There is also a room only uh, package discount available. You can save up to 30%. Uh, that is for most nights starting January 5th through March 28th, and you must buck that by December 31st. So basically, if you've got a December late winter package, definitely look into that. See if you can save some money if you've already booked. If not, you know, book a new package. And if you've got a spring uh, package, uh, you can check that out and see what they got to offer there. Uh, more details are available from your travel agent. So if you're interested, if you want to rebook something or you want to book something, give me a call and we will work out the details. Uh, I think that's it for now. Talk to you guys soon. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, there you go, man. Have you ever taken advantage of any of the uh, Disney Visa uh, card holder uh packages or anything like that yes um, Have you really? yeah yeah oh. like you know like we always do the photograph when you go over there visa card holders do right. that uh over at epcot center um I'm trying to think what else um that's pretty cool you know using it to get discounts in the gift shops and whatnot i mean yeah different little things here and there but yeah i mean i take advantage of it all the time yeah i i need to do that i think i've amassed a, a quite a few dollars in my disney visa thing so i want to take advantage of that um, so and if you listeners want to take advantage of that pick up package, now granted it's, uh, that message is about two weeks old, but I'm sure that's still in effect right now, especially for the spring. And if it's not, uh, Lee will call back in and correct us on that. Uh, but anyway, it's Lee at JustAdreamAwayTravel.com. Um, you can visit JustAdreamAwayTravel.com and visit use any of their wonderful agents they have over there. Uh, Lee's the guy that we have to keep in touch with, and we, we know and we recommend and we can definitely recommend. And I know there's other trustworthy agents that maybe even closer to you, so maybe you can even stumble into their office sit down and talk with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis and really talk disney with them and book a, your next vacation uh but anyway yeah uh, thanks lee for that and let's move on to our next one all right guys we've arrived to our the middle of our show so let's do a little bit of a podcast id hello this is jeff roney from the once upon a time fan podcast at onceisfrozen.com and you are listening to the magic hour way podcast so yeah, guys, go over there, support Jeff, man. He sent us a podcast ID and everything else, so he's got a new show coming up. Go check out another Disney uh, uh, fan and listen to his opinions and the show and everything else and tune in to what he's got going on. So thanks, Jeff, for that idea. If any of you guys wanted to record a, a podcast ID for us, by all means, please do. So anyway, on that note, let's go on to our next topic. All right, the next thing we're going to talk about, man, and this is in from Lee. He posted this to our Facebook page, but the Memento Mori shop opened in Liberty Square recently. Um, so this is a, a store that will have a lot of haunted mansion type things. Yeah. Uh, so, Danny, I'm sure you're very, he posted that specifically for you. Yeah. Oh, and I appreciate that, Lee. And currently I am wearing one of the items from the... The newly uh, haunted, the newly minted haunted mansion merchandise. No kidding. Yes. Yeah. And Danny's modeling it. Maybe I'll post a picture of his chest on the Facebook page. <laughs> you can kind of see it and see the design. Wearing a shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah. See Danny wearing a shirt. But anyway, yeah. Um, I, I know that's going to be one definite stop on your next visit down to the world. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Can't, can't wait. The, the old Yankee trader been turned into the Memento Mori shop, which, you know, I, I was kind of surprised. I, I heard it was going to be like a, uh, a, um, kind of theme to Leota. Right. Right. Uh, uh, quite a bit. But I mean, do you know what Memento Mori means? Latin? It, it means remember death. Exactly. Yeah. So that Memento Mori is remember death. Leota is death. Mm-hmm ish or she's dead <laughs> so maybe in a way we're kind of remembering leota no maybe perhaps kind of, perhaps i you know i figured it would be like a gypsy fortune teller kind of theme shop and it's really it's not yeah but hey i'll take it anything i, I will take it. it was it's better than a little cart that we, and th th that little cart <laughs> that you had was kind of you know leota centric yeah it was pretty neat and now they have a whole full store of nothing but that stuff that's pretty i'm excited to look at it you know mm -hmm. um if you are a listener or and you're down there at the parks or you know you're going to go visit man we'd love to hear what you think about the memento mori gift shop man that has just recently opened uh take pictures post it to our facebook or twitter or just send it to me and i'll take care of it yeah there's no effort to you i'll make it easier on you the listener I, I'm, I'm going on pitch mode again sorry <laughs> um but anyway um that's pitch with a p pitch mode um so anyway uh yeah memento more man we'd love to hear what you think about the new shop 
Uh, I know I'm excited to uh, visit and shop there, and I know Danny is as well. And in fact, he's already done some shopping mm-hmm. um, online, so uh, that's really, really exciting. And I'll post a picture so you can kind of see what Danny's kind of purchased. All right, so on to our next topic. You so the now- sound are you hearing? Wait, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, you're now free to move about the country. That's right. So you probably, people have probably seen this video, but uh, Southwest Airlines has done their first flight, nonstop flight from Dallas Love Field straight to MCO, Orlando Airport. And you've seen this video of the Dapper Dans on the plane singing a rendition of uh, uh, Let It Go, the barbershop version. So this is very, very exciting. And how cool is that to have your first flight? You're going on a Disney vacation. It's the first nonstop flight from Dallas to Orlando. You got the Dapper Dans on the flight. You got the Jungle or Jungle Cruise Scripper on the flight. I mean, uh, you get treats, you know? Uh, I'm kind of reading this straight from the uh, Orlando Sentinel online. Uh, they got different treats, just like uh, classic Disney souvenirs and treats, such as the Mickey Mouse ears and Rice Krispie treats shaped like the iconic mouse. I mean, dude, Southwest, how do you like that, man? Isn't that pretty killer? I don't. I'm mad. Are you? <laughs> I am. Why is that? Why are you mad? Because it looks like such a cool flight. I know. Huh? And it's like, wait a minute. Hold up. I want that experience. I'm not going to get that. Yeah. You know, hey, look, the plane ride over to Disney is great. Yes, it is. You know, actually, you know what I want? I want the I want the Disney entertainment on the plane ride back when I'm depressed. I know, to kind of cheer you up. Exactly, because I mean, you're already amped up when you're going to begin with. And although that would be even better, but I mean, you know, some something to help you you, know, you ease the heartbreak of, of having to go back a little bit would be right. nice. But uh, yeah, I'm jealous, man. I saw that, and uh, it's like. Wait a minute. Hold up. This should this should be the experience. Yeah, this should, exactly. This should be every Disney flight experience. I know. Um, but, you know, I'm wondering how many of those guys are actually going to Disney World. I was wondering the exact same thing myself. I caught myself right as I was saying that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Well, how do they know all the people in that flight? If it was a surprise, we're headed to Disney World. And right. I'm guessing they don't. Right. Uh, you know, you have, I'm sure you got some business people in there. It's like, oh, this is cute. This is nice. But, Although yeah. they have your reservations. Maybe yeah. that's how they know. Oh, man, maybe so. They, they probably know. Like, maybe I wonder if majority of these guys are Magical Express people. They maybe found out that way. Mm-hmm. They're all coming in on the first uh, fish fly. Or they planned on it or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know to, to have nothing but Disney people on the first nonstop flight from Dallas. You're probably thinking, of course they had flights from Dallas. Yeah, but they probably weren't nonstop straight from Dallas right. to MCO. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, that that's just seems like a very, very cool experience. And that video has been floating around Facebook and YouTube and everything else. So you can definitely catch that. You kind of heard it in the background there. But man, that's just a, such a cool experience. And I wonder if the uh, Jungle Cruise Skipper did the uh, spiel for the belts and stuff. I wonder if they were allowed to do that. <laughs> you know, how cool is that? That would be cool. Here's the backside of your belt. <laughs> you know? I'll trade you one of my peanut packets for one of your two of yours or something like that. That would be clever. That would be clever. That would, you know, Southwest Airlines tends to get very clever with their things. So, you know, that's, that's very, very cool. All right. On to our next topic. All right, man. Oh, we're, we're kind of wrapping up our show here, but I want to toss it right back to Lee. And kind of he left us a one more little voicemail for us. So here we go. Take it away, Lee. Gentlemen, just finished listening to the latest episode and I had to throw my two cents in there um, great episode of course uh, as always love the discussion uh, especially uh, the Maelstrom thing uh, would really like to hear uh, a lot of the listeners opinions uh, on this I know so many people are so against it um, uh, for so many different reasons I've already thrown my opinion out there on uh, a couple of Facebook uh, discussions so I'll leave it at that but uh, one thing I wanted to comment on, I was surprised to hear Danny uh, knock Pop Century. Um, uh, kind of threw me uh, threw me off a little bit. I love Pop Century. Uh, now, granted, uh, me and my family, when we travel, we usually stay at uh, Riverside because we do have a family of five. Uh, but on a recent trip with just me and the wife, we went, we stayed at Pop, and uh, we, we thought it was a great resort. Um, I liked it better than All Stars. All Stars is where we stayed for our first trip. Um, and I liked it a lot better uh, than All Stars, and um, especially if you're a kid of the 80s, 
uh, man, what's better than staying right there in the 80s section with the big Rubik's Cube right there, all those 80s memorabilia, the Walkman, uh, all that stuff, man. So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, was a little taken aback, Danny, i got to say. i got to stand up for Pop Century a little bit. I think it's a great resort for value. It's actually, when I book clients and they want to value, it's the first one I look at. I think it's uh, it's got some cool uh, scenery and landscaping or uh, uh, icons and stuff like that. So uh, is a, i got to vote in for Pop Century uh, versus uh, All-Stars when you're booking uh, re- uh, when you're booking value resorts. So Pop Century gets my vote. Thanks, guys, for a great show, uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, so Lee coming to the aid of Pop Century wow. Resort, man. What do you think about that? Well, okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say right now that <laughs> Lee probably has a better, uh, more informed opinion on the on the subject than I do because he's actually stayed there. I have not stayed at the Pop Century, and right off the top of my head, what I could say is that he's probably right in the sense of. Pop Century versus All Stars. That Pop Century has its own bus line, if I remember correctly. Yes. So yes. just the transportation alone is going to be better at the Pop Century. Exactly. But uh, my child, my, my little girl Lillian, she's she's four years old, and I love her to death. And she's got this new saying. I don't know where she picked it up at, but yeah. I think it's kind of appropriate to the, to the situation. Yeah. And uh, there are times where we try to get her to do something, and she goes, ah, "It looks so boring." Oh. Oh and my God. I'm sorry. That's when I look at the Pop Century Resort. That's what I say is right. that it looks so boring. And one time I was on the grounds. Yes. there was one time where I used it as kind of like a switchover, and we did a little exploring on the grounds, and it was just like it doesn't quite feel Disney. It kind of feels like you know, uh, like a motel that's kind of um, like a Nick Studios or something. Well, yeah, that's something something that's trying to trying to capitalize on on a fad or a craze or trying to trying to do something. Whereas you know, having stayed at the I stayed at the All Star Music, I, I did enjoy it. Right. It was my very first uh, Disney experience over there, and I'm sure if I stayed at the Pop Century, and that was my very first Disney experience, right. I'd probably love that one too. Huh. Um, I guess it's just that you know, it's like one of those things you can't go, you can't go backwards right. in life. So I mean, having gone all the um, all the other resorts since then, um, it's hard for me to go back but I just look at that pop century and they have all the little the sayings yeah. and the, the hula hoop and the Rubik's Cube and I'm a child of the 80s and, and I like the 80s but I appreciate it for what it was and I don't need to dwell upon it you want to leave it in the 80s <laughs> yeah I can leave because I'm more of a child let's be honest I'm more of a child of the 90s I grew up in the yeah, 80s yeah. but when I started actually developing real tastes I was in the 90s. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, well, Well, there you go. I, I, mean, I, I have no dog in a fight. I don't mind. It's just staying on property for me is a, is a good thing. Yeah, but you've seen the pop century. I have. You, okay. Have you ever said, I got to stay there? No. You know what? You know, I said that for the other one, the, the, the Art of Art Animation. Art of Animation. Yeah. Thank you. Something. But, you know, I, I, I don't mind pop century, but it's not like something I want to go out on my way to do it. Um, the good thing is that it's on property, so if I happen to book a room there, I'm not going to complain because I've never stayed there. So I'm curious to see what actually staying on the grounds would be like. So you know, maybe if I book a vacation with Lee, he'll get me in there. Oh. And and you know what? Can I tell you something? It, yeah. I would be fully like next time Lee comes on the show or something yeah. like that. We can we can talk about this because Lee clearly has a more informed opinion. Yeah. He stayed there. I only visited there for a few minutes. Yeah. Um. So he he knows more than I do about it and what it would be like to stay there. I can just tell you, judging by looks. If, if if I spent money to stay on property, I wanted something more uniquely Disney. I right. don't quite, I don't really see that there. Right. But there might be something that I'm missing. Okay, so next time Lee, when you're on the show, where we'll we'll have you try to sell Danny on Pop Century Resort. Please do. That'll be that'll be a very interesting discussion. So I'd like to hear how that goes. So. But if I use you as my travel agent, that that resort is out. <laughs> <laughs> you're not talking me into that one for 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 my vacation. And Lee and all the other travel agents work for. Just a dream away travel.com. You can email We only Lee. recognize Lee. Yeah, we only recognize Lee. We only know Lee. I'm sure that all the other ones are just as good, but, yeah, but we sure can't vouch for him. Yeah, we could that we know Lee just because he, you know, he's right there in Houston, he's not that far from New Orleans. So, but hey, they have tons of great, great uh, uh travel agents as well. Uh, just dream away travel. Uh, you can contact Lee directly uh, since you hear him on the show, Lee at, at just dreamawaytravel.com. So, thanks, Lee, for saying that in. And, like, uh, listeners, it's just that easy. You can either record a little voicemail, send it in to us, or you could do a speak pipe or or uh, go call our voicemail number one eight one eight four four harambe and then you can leave us a voicemail message just like lee did and voice your opinions and we'll play it on the air yeah. so 
Go ahead. I was gonna say I just remember where my my little girl got the "It's so boring" comment from. Was that Peppa Pig? Oh no, kidding! She's a big Peppa Pig fan. It's so boring. Yeah, I just remember that's from an episode. That's where she got that from. Okay. So I watch Peppa Pig, man, and when the babies start crying, I, for some reason I can't stand it. <laughs> it's the same crying effect every time. <laughs> I know it is the same crying effect. They have all this waterworks happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can take my baby crying better than I can take the, pe- the little Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig's little brother crying. Uh, George, I can't stand it. It's like, ah. Oh, yeah, but you don't get used to George. Like, I, I'm, I'm welcoming George's. I like the the, the, the high pitch. Eh, eh, like it goes, it, it comes up a little bit. Oh, got like it. It's, it's like chalk, like fingernails on a chalkboard <laughs> for me for some reason. I can't stand that. But anyway. Uh, all right. So on to our last topic. And this one is a, a very interesting one to, ch- to chat about. I'm going to go ahead and let this uh, play out so you can kind of get an idea. And I'm sure you maybe heard about this and we'll chat about this real quick afterwards. Heads up, everybody. It's showtime. Grab shell, dude. Ready? There are emotions. I'm going to read the text. Okay, go. We have all shared. Joy. Fear. Okay. Anger. You got a problem, buddy? Do you? Do you? Do you? Where is my super suit? <laughs> Disgust. Pick it out right now. And what's happening is the scenes are playing out from the Pixar movies. Yeah, from sadness, exhibiting those exact emotions. So long, partner. Ever wonder? Dot dot dot. Where all those emotions really live? This summer. Meet the little voices inside your head. I'm joy. This is sadness. That's anger. This is disgust. Uh, and that's fear. Disney and Pixar present. You too, anger. Don't touch me. Inside Out. A major emotion picture coming out <laughs> June 19th, 2015. Danny, what do you think about that? What do they have against using the voiceover guy that says, in the world? With the, you know, like, what do they have against and they, they, they can't? I don't know. They can't project that. Uh, you know, I'm kind of fired up about this one. I really I am. am. I am too, man. Why are you fired up about it? I'm fired up because it's a Disney Pixar movie. I know Pixar is going to put out a killer product. And this kind of almost harkens me back to that Wonders of Life thing, the making of me thing, mm-hmm. where you have all the different organs and stuff, uh, talk, uh, you know, talking and conversing, you know, and all that kind of business. It's not, not, not the making of me, the other show that they had with general knowledge and all that business. I forgot the name of it. Uh, but anyway, the, the Disney fans know what I'm talking about. Uh, or you can research it. But anyway, I'm really excited because I know it's going to be an absolutely killer product. And I'm curious to see how they do it. And it looks like it's just going to be a fun-filled movie time in the middle of June in the, in the height of the, uh, the summer music, uh, summer music, summer movie season. So I'm very, very psyched to check this movie out. Why are you psyched? Because, and I'm going to take it back a ways here. There used to be a, a television show, and as a, as a younger person, I was a very big fan of this show, and I was kind of bummed when it got canceled oh. by the name of Herman's Head. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember Herman's Head. Herman's yes, Head. And yeah, 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 they would cut away from Herman to go right. inside of his head, and in his head, he had like four different emotions. One was anger, one was uh, love, one yeah. was... Um, not one was anger, one was... There was an animal figure. It was actually like a, a couple like actors and actresses that if you saw them, yeah. you would know them. I mean, they were kind of... Um, you know, like two of them were from The Simpsons, but they weren't the ones in his head. It right, was Hank right. Azaria and Yardley Smith, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and they these these emotions every time something would happen in his life they would all interact with one another and it was a really kind of cool show and it was kind of it was kind of imaginative and i think yeah. that's what i enjoyed about it is to watch these emotions fighting it out before he exhibited them in the show and i don't know what oh, it was i just pulled up the list of the emotions they have from herman's head they had angel which represented sensitivity mm-hmm. animal which represent the basic drives of lust and hunger mm-hmm. there was wimp mm-hmm. who was played by rick lawless Hey, family. Hey. hey, there you go. Uh, represents Herman's anxiety. 
Mm-hmm. He's a paranoid hypochondriac is what it says. Yeah. And then there's genius, mm-hmm. uh, which represents intellect and logic and often clashes with angels' naivety and animal stupidity. Mm-hmm. And jealousy, which is voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> who only appears once. Okay. I was going to say, I don't even remember him. Yeah. Uh, he only appears once when Herman and his sister find themselves in a competition for a job. So that's jealousy and God. Played by Leslie Nielsen as a guest star in an episode where Herman had a fling with a married woman. And, whoa, that's kind of heavy. Mm. Fling with a married woman, which both had come to regret. You know, so those are the kind of things. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, that's what it harkened back to. And I enjoyed the show and I thought it was an imaginative, inventive idea back then. Yeah. And now knowing that Pixar is going to do a version of it, I know it's going to be even that much more better. That's going to be killer. More better. More better. More better, more better, more better. Better, better, better. Uh, I'm I, I'm very excited. At first, you know, when I saw the title, I thought I, I talking me back to like the old Inside Out Walt Disney World Inside Out videos. You remember mm-hmm. those videos yeah. uh, where they had uh, was it Jay Roth was the host and everything else, and they'd take you behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I realized that was had nothing to do with it. No, it's, but it did draw me in because I remember that title because <laughs> I still have them on VHS. I recorded them straight off the TV because that's what we did back then. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man, Inside this look, Pixar is gonna be it's gonna be great. So we're getting two Disney movies coming out. Uh, uh, very very soon we got that and we got the Tomorrowland thing that's gonna happen um, maybe (laughs) (laughs) I'm more looking forward to Inside Out yeah I'm still I'm still looking forward to being sold on Tomorrowland but Inside Out definitely looking forward to a good time coming to theaters in June 19th and that is the end of our queue So, Danny, man, this is the end of our part two episode of The Q, man. Uh, just We got through all the topics that have happened in the past few weeks while I was away. Um, man, that's a lot, huh? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I can't believe we step away from the mic for a couple weeks, three weeks even, maybe. And, man, all this stuff goes down. But it's all very, very exciting stuff that has happened. And I'm very, you know, I'm looking forward to see what happens, especially as we get closer to the holiday season. Uh, just to kind of wrap things up, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, um, um, iTunes, Stitcher, reviews, uh, you know, uh, give us ratings. Um, <laughs> communicate us by email if you feel like typing, you know, magicrway at gmail.com. Uh, voicemail, 1 844 Danny Harambe. 1 Harambe. If you don't feel like figuring out the letters, that's 1 427 2623. Or you can speak pipe us, speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way and leave a voice message straight from your computer. And, or if you want to do what Lee did, call us from the voicemail and you can do it right while you're driving your car. If you happen to be driving a lot and you listen to our show and you have a reaction, man, we would love to hear your reaction, hear your thoughts. Listeners, we want to hear from you guys. We appreciate everything that you do for us, sending in topics. Uh, giving us your opinions and we just want to keep that ball rolling man because y'all are y'all are very fun to interact with and we want to keep that happening so uh danny do you have anything else to add to our closing statements it's been a pleasure being here with y'all for the last two weeks that's right (laughs) it's been a pleasure and we look forward to more i hope everybody has a safe and happy halloween interact with us on facebook and twitter man and you guys have a good one so on that note my name is kevin and i'm danny magic out